Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail and... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail. The dynamic duo back once again. Sam missed out on last week's recording because she had the flu. I even had the flu shot and I had the flu. (laughs) (laughs) And no one else got the flu. So what good did that shot do you? Nothing. None. None good. It just hurt. That's it. Yeah. It caused you some pain and then you got the flu anyways. So (laughs) it's a myth. Flu shots are a myth. It's just snake oil. No, no, don't they do say nothing. That. Get your flu shots, people. They don't do anything for anybody. Stop it. But welcome back for another week. <laughs> We're doing a shortened intro this week because we have a special episode. There's two huge things that's going to go on on this podcast today. The first, you're going to hear some live recordings that Landon the Dawes Doan and I did at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This was the first time that he and I both had attended a Very Merry Christmas Party. And you're going to get our thoughts, some instant reactions, and then a little wrap-up. And then, another huge thing that happened this week, there was a little ride over at Disney's Hollywood Studios that opened up to complete the land that we all... Know and love? Know and love. Batu. Batu. Galaxy's Edge. We knew was incomplete. I loved it anyway. But it was kind of the centerpiece of this epic new land in Hollywood Studios. And now it's open. Rise of the Resistance. And you've got two people sitting here who've actually experienced it. Mind blown. Yeah, incredible. So we'll talk more about that. But before we get too far into anything, this is episode 86 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Today is December the 9th. Happy Monday. We are getting ever closer to Christmas. Now you have what? How many shopping days now? Don't 15? say. No, we haven't even shopped yet. <laughs> what What about these monorail kids? We yeah, don't they, do they get nothing for Christmas. Apparently. Yeah. Mommy and daddy are mad. <laughs> but you know what? If you want to save some money for Christmas, I got a great tip for you. I know that you're thinking about coming down to the Walt Disney World Resort. You want to come see Batu. You want to experience Smuggler's Run, not to mention Rise of the Resistance. Well, you want to get the best deal possible when you're planning a vacation to Walt Disney World Resort. I know how they can do it, too. How can they do it? Well, there's this guy that I know. His name is Nick Salcedo. That's right. Nick's the guy. Capture the magic vacations. It's a complicated task planning a Walt Disney World vacation. Do you know there's like more than 25 resorts? And on top of all of the resort stuff, I feel like picking a resort is easy. Figuring out where you're going to eat and what you're going to do and where you're going to be yep. those days is really hard. Yeah. And you got to pick what you want to eat 180 days in advance. Yeah. You got to pick your fast passes 60 days in advance. That's insane. Who wants to do that? Not me. Unless you're a crazy person who likes spreadsheets and planning like me. 
<laughs> you don't want to do that for yourself. You want to let Nick handle it for you. And let me tell you, Nick is going to personalize your vacation in a way that only he can because he sprinkles a little pixie dust on every single vacation that he books for his clients. Oh, he's a little Tinkerbell. He is. He is your Disney vacation Tinkerbell. I recommend you call Nick. His service is free. You don't pay him. Disney does. And if you tell him that the Monday morning monorail sent you and you book a vacation, he's going to give you a Disney gift card. What a deal. I know. And gift cards are really awesome. So how do you get in touch with him? A couple of ways. He's got an email. Nick.Salcedo. That's S-A-L-C-E-D-O at ctmvagent.com. He also has a website. CaptureTheMagicVacations.com slash agent slash Nick dash Salcedo. Go either either place. And I put links to these things in the description of the podcast to make it easier for you. Click those links, contact Nick, and have a very magical vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort. And yeah. tell him we sent you. It'll be less stressful, I promise. Nick Salcedo, he's the man. Now, without further ado, let's get to that live park recording at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Here we go. So it's me, Justin Monorail, sitting here in Tomorrowland at Disney's Magic Kingdom. And I have with me, of course, one Landon the Dawesdown. Landon, how's it going? Uh, not too bad. In the midst of hashtag Dawes does Disney. Uh, don't want to, you know, make y'all jealous or brag or anything. But I did get to ride a very special ride day one uh, amidst uh, boarding party disasters. <laughs> but, you know, we're not here to talk about that, no. And I'm no, not no. going to tell you spoilers. I don't want to hear them. About how there's a shaved Wookiee at the end of Rise of the <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah. And the Xenomorph? Wow. They're oh, really I love, crossing the streams now. I love that they brought the Xenomorph in. That makes... But, but it, I don't want to... showed up to save the day. It was amazing. I don't want to hear any other spoilers. As of this recording, I have not ridden Rise of the Resistance yet, but by the time you hear this, hopefully I will and I'll be spoiler-proof. But for now, I have successfully avoided watching POV ride-throughs, which is a shock because I was ready to jump in. Haven't done it. That's impressive because even though I knew I was going to be at Hollywood Studio Day 1, I thought about watching yeah. a POV when media reviews started yeah. coming. I'm like, nope, uh-uh, no, I want it fresh. And by God, I am very glad I did that. Yeah, I, I want that experience. And hopefully we're going to have some documented uh, <laughs> evidence of what I look like coming off that ride. Because I bet it's going to be similar to you and Frank getting that first glimpse of the Millennium Falcon. Just so. with, with less profanity, probably. <laughs> okay. But we're not here to talk about Rise of the Resistance. We're here in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom because Landon and I are going to experience Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2019 for the first time. And by the way, haters, no kids here, no spouses, no Baby Yodas. No, uh, like seriously, I didn't know Baby Yodas were an option. If Baby Yodas do want to come with me to the Magic Kingdom next time I'm down here, seriously, follow me, L-A-N-D-O-Z. <laughs> Seriously, please come follow me, Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, if he's got a Twitter, which I'm sure he does. Oh, at this point, he he probably has several Twitter accounts. Like, he has taken over the meme world, and he's only been alive for, like, what, five weeks? <laughs> That's right. Well, 50 years, I guess, technically. <laughs> um, okay, Landon, the first thing I'm going to ask you, so we've got a guide map here for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. The first thing I want to ask you is, what priorities do you have coming in before we kind of look through this map and start making a checklist? 
my priority, I think, is kind of to make up for something I didn't get for the not-so-scary party. Because if you remember when I came down for the not-so-scary party, it was during the throes of hurricane season, and they canceled the fireworks show, and I heard that apparently it was maybe one of the best that Disney's ever done, and I'm still a little salty for missing it. So I am looking forward to seeing tonight's fireworks presentation at the Very Merry Christmas Party. Plus, you know, all the candy and stuff, and uh, since, since I know my mom doesn't listen to this, I'm going to get my mom a Christmas ornament for Christmas. That's what wait, I'm looking wait, for. Wait, wait, wait. Why does your mom not listen to this podcast? Because she doesn't know what a podcast is. Well, it's time to teach her. <laughs> it's, if Frank can learn, your mom can learn. Wait, old man Frank or my old man Frank? Either one. Both okay. are old. <laughs> well, my old man Frank might be a little more uh, tech. Not, uh, <laughs> um, what's the word I'm looking for? Comfortable? Not, tech comfortable? Uh, uncomfortable. 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 Okay. All right, so the fireworks for sure. I think both of us had our eyes on that Jingle Cruise. Yes, absolutely. In fact, I had a fast pass for Jungle Cruise earlier today, but it's like, you know what? I want to wait until the uh, very merry starts because I, I I know they already have yeah. Jingle Cruise stuff going on, but I want to experience it during the very merry Christmas party. Yeah, me too. Okay. So here we are. We're looking at the map. Let's talk about attractions first. Oh, popcorn bucket. i got to get me one of them popcorn buckets. Okay. Popcorn bucket is a priority. <laughs> but we're going to talk about attractions first. We've got a few holiday twists according to the map. First being the Jingle Cruise. They've got a, I've got like that. They've got a slash through the Jungle Cruise. That's a That's nice, nice touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on over to Tomorrowland. Actually, let's look at Fantasyland. The Mad Tea Party has holiday enhancements. Are we going to ride the Mad Tea Party? Maybe. I was going to say flat no, absolutely not. Okay, then yeah, no, no, we are we, we are not going to. We could go look at it. Yeah, I was I was just playing along for, for you know, prosperity's sake. Is that I get it. You were yes-handing. It's good. Um, In your face, Frank. Looking at Tomorrowland, we've got three things. The Tomorrowland Speedway has the holiday twist, which I believe is like a, there's Christmas lights, Christmas trees, decorations to see once it gets lit up at night. Okay. I'm cool that might that. be interesting. Space Mountain is listed as a holiday twist. I do not know what they're doing. I don't either. I can only speculate. We talked about this earlier. It might be uh, playing nothing but Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. And and if it isn't that, Disney, are you listening? I Well, I know you listen to this podcast. Yep. Next year, 2020, the Mariah Christmas, uh, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, Space Mountain. Like, just time it up to where, you know, the big crescendo and you shoot out. It'd be perfect. It'll be magic. Yeah. And then also, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor has a holiday twist, which I'm wondering if it'll be something similar to what they did for the not-so-scary party, where you kind of can come and go as you please, and maybe it's a treat distribution point or something. Well, if there is a treat involved, me being a fat kid, I am there, so we will find that out later. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So those are the attractions. Um, We also have some special... um, Which one? The Jingle Cruise? Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I... I thought uh, Pirates had a special oh, okay. Christmas overlay. That would have been interesting. In fact, it does not. No, it does not. Um, now we can move on to something I I enjoy very much, which is, of course, treats. Um, I tell you, I did have a chance to already try that cherry pistachio hot chocolate thing. And let me just tell you, um, it's very cherry. <laughs> you don't get a lot of pistachio. And then once you get down to the frozen hot chocolate, it's garbage. Well, why do you think they call it Mickey's Very Cherry Christmas Party? Yeah. <laughs> 
I think it's appropriate. Um, but here, as part of the party, we can get Olaf's frozen hot chocolate at the Main Street Bakery. Frozen hot chocolate. I'm sorry. I know you're. I know what you're going for. But frozen hot. Yeah. You can't put those two words next to each other like that. That makes my brain wrinkle, and not in a good way. No, and I'm a little more interested anyway in the to be jolly float. Yeah, now we're talking peppermint iced coffee, vanilla ice cream topped with crushed peppermint and Minnie Mouse chocolate bow. Heck yeah! I am all about that. We will definitely be having to uh, try that. What do you think about this orange bird Christmas? Orange scented white chocolate mousse filled with orange curd and a candied orange peel on top of citrus almond cream. I think it has some orange in it. It's very orange. It's over at the Sunshine Tree Terrace. Yeah, go Vols. Yeah, so that's also an option. And you know me, I like tasty treats. So we will be going around. We'll be trying a few things. We might try that. uh, There's a cake batter milkshake over here at Anti-Gravity's not far away. So we might be trying that. Or it's a cookie batter. It's a That's what it is. I said cake. It's like a cookie batter. Hey, regardless, I am down to eat a batter milkshake. Down to clown with the cookie milkshake. Um, oh, a few more things. We got some stuff on the back. Uh, these things are... I think this is what you actually get for free. This is where you get the treats. Yeah, these are the cookies you get. Up, cookies up. and hot chocolate available yeah. around the park. May, uh, down Main Street, USA, you got the holiday uh, welcome treat. Over in Adventureland, you got a ginger molasses cookie. Frontierland, you're looking at a snickerdoodle. Uh, this is what I'm looking forward to, a uh, peppermint cookie in Frontierland, a uh, chocolate chip cookie in Liberty Square, kind of blase compared to the rest, and finally a snowman pretzel uh, at Tortuga Tavern. That I think sounds I might good. have to try. Yeah, um, and then in, in terms of beverages, Fanta is available in Adventureland, Eggnog in Liberty Square, Hot Chocolate in Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, Apple Cider in Tomorrowland. Mm, well, Are you an Eggnog guy? No. Okay. <laughs> fair <laughs> so, enough. Next question. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. The last thing that we should probably point out is there are special character meet and greets as part of this event, um, and they're kind of spread out throughout the park. I don't know how much of those we're going to try to do, but I know the one that everybody kind of targets is, of course, meeting Jack dressed up as Sandy Claus. Mm-hmm. And but by the time we got into the party, that line was already as long as the Rise of the Resistance line. <laughs> so I don't know that we're going to do that, but maybe we'll find some others and we'll let you know what we do along the way. So. Or better yet, we will superimpose our heads onto other people's pictures with Sandy Claus. Yeah. So, That's you know. right. We'll do it. Yep. That'd be an easy way to do it. Yep. You know, occasionally you get I those. I want to be a pretty lady. Occasionally you get those uh, uh, misassigned photo pass pictures. That's that, true. So that there we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say that happened. Let's let's steal somebody's <laughs> pictures off of the internet and be like, yeah, uh, the uh, fast pass uh, totally messed up. I don't know what happened. <laughs> So, all right, so that's the plan. So our, our recording plan is somewhere along the way we're going to take a stop, maybe once we get some treats, sit down and tell you about some of the things we've done and give some reviews. We're also going to do a wrap-up at the end to tell you all about it. But tonight, the Croots and the Dawes do very Merry Christmas. Let's do this, man. Yeah, so keep it locked. You're listening to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast right here on the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast Network. I'm going to give you guys a network. It just sounds way better for a lockout. <laughs> So here we are now in Adventureland, just stepped off the Jingle Cruise and Landon, what is your instant reaction to that layover? Uh, as a fan of the regular Jungle Cruise, I was a fan of what they did for the festive season. Uh, we got lucky, had a great skipper. Yep. Uh, that is one of those rides that uh, can depend on how good your skipper is. Like I said, we were fortunate to have a good one. And I loved all the Christmas jokes. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. 
Yeah. So we got Christmas jokes. We even had a couple failed sing-along attempts. And then there's some really nice decorations that they've got going on. I particularly enjoyed the uh, gorilla party at the tent. That was nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, the, that gorilla party had tons of presents, though uh, nobody got to open them. I did notice one of the gorillas was looking right down the barrel of a BB gun, and that's going to put your eye out. Yeah, put your eye out every time. Come on. No Red Rider shotgun or BB gun for you. <laughs> um, so one of the things we forgot to mention when we were going through the guide earlier was the entertainment and there are a lot of special shows here for very merry christmas um we've got the mickey's most merriest celebration that happens in the castle forecourt uh four shows uh one starting at 7 40 the latest at 11 55 a frozen holiday wish which is actually the lighting of the castle at 8 15 which i'm going to insist that we do yeah we got to see that one mickey's once upon a christmas parade at 8 30 and 11 then the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show, which is a must-do at 10 o'clock. Once again, I'm going to insist that we do. Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jingle Jam from 7 to oh, they midnight. They called it the Junior Jingle Jamboree. <laughs> Not sh- enough people use the term Jamboree. It's a great term. You're right. They missed an opportunity. Um, and that's going to be a little dance party for the kiddos over there at the at the circus. Uh, totally Tomorrowland Christmas at Rocket Tower Plaza. That's going on. There's five shows um, there. And then also the Edge Effect is at Rocket Tower Plaza stage as well. So these, are, I think, are all... Um, well, it actually says an acapella holiday concert is the Edge Effect. Hmm. And the Totally Tomorrowland Christmas is an out-of-this-world Christmas party. That's more of the dance party thing. And then Club Tinsel at Cosmic Rays if we want to go get our oomph on, as you said. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Using the technical term, of course. So I know we're going to do the fireworks. We're going to do the probably at least try to see a little bit of the parade, if not the whole mm-hmm. thing. And then the uh, for sure the Frozen Holiday Wish. So it is now uh, 10 after 6. They're kicking out the uh, normies, as I'd like to say. <laughs> yes, please. Leaves get out. But I will say this party is sold out and it's going to be busy. So we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. We will report back to you later. Let's keep it rolling. Flash forward. Landon and I did not record a wrap-up of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party while we were still at the park. And it was really because we got swept up in some magic, and I'll talk about that a little bit more as we as we discuss our experience. But, Sam, you haven't experienced Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party yet. No. So I was thinking it might be fun to kind of talk through what our experience was and see what your questions are because they might be the same kind of questions that other people would have who've never experienced the party. And I can tell you all about what we did, what we loved, what we would skip, all that sort of thing. Okay. So let's talk first about treats. We tried to make a point to try every single one of the free treats that were available around the park. What are the free treats? And, and we did it. Well, I listed them previously. So, oh, okay. so if you've listened to the podcast so far, you know what the treats are. But let me tell you this. There's a couple of highlights. The peppermint cookie was very good. Mm-hmm. The best thing we had was the ginger molasses cookie. What? So good. It was delicious. It was a nice, not overly sweet cookie. It had a little bit of that savory ginger taste to it. Mm. It was really, really good. So highly recommend. That's available again at Adventureland at the Jungle Cruise Treat Stop and Tomorrowland at the Lunching Pad. Here's something I might avoid. If you are sensitive to a lot of salt, the snowman pretzel is like a salt explosion in your mouth. Do you think it was just the pretzel at that time or both, it's always like I that? don't know if I don't know, but both Landon and I were struggling cuz we didn't have drinks at the time. 
Neither one of us could finish a pretzel. Oh my gosh, I can always finish a pretzel. That's how salty these things were. They were warm. They were a little moist because mm. they were kind of wrapped in napkins. and um, Yeah. Okay. So, I mean... I told Garrett about this. He still wants to try the snowman pretzel. That's fine, because I think you should try it for yourself. But I'm just telling you, our experience, super salty. If you're going to have one, have a drink in hand. Which is not hard, because beverages are available everywhere. But was the snickerdoodle not that great? The snickerdoodle was good. I love snickerdoodles. It just, it was, to me, it's a snickerdoodle. Yeah, but... It didn't stand out. Hmm. The peppermint cookie was something... Like, I don't think I've ever really had a peppermint cookie. I had, like, pieces of peppermint in it. It was good. The ginger molasses was just like a... It was exotic. It, it belonged in Adventureland. And it was very good. But beverages. Orange Fanta. We know all about that. Eggnog. The eggnog was good. Not overly recommended. It was just fine. If you like eggnog, it's fine. Um, apple cider... Landon said it tastes like apple juice. I didn't have any of the apple cider. Every time we went to a place, there were usually the option of hot chocolate or apple cider or hot chocolate or orange Fanta. Every time Landon went for the cider or Fanta, I went for the hot chocolate every time. And the hot chocolate was rich and creamy and good. Mm. And only one time was it cold. Oh, (laughs) then that doesn't mean it's hot chocolate. If you go into Cosmic Ray's, for us, it was a very long line to get into Cosmic Rays. And by the way, they've got a dance party going on in there. These polar bears breaking it down. That's cool. It was it was wild. There was a DJ <laughs> up on stage and these polar bears that looked like they should be holding a bottle of Coca-Cola and they were dropping it like it was hot and the kids were into it. It looked like it was a lot of fun. Um, I was too busy trying to navigate to my hot chocolate, so I didn't get in there. But as you funnel through the line, then you go over to basically one of the bays of Cosmic Rays and every single one of the stations, you can go up and get your cookie, your uh, chocolate milk, or hot chocolate, and your cookie. Did I say cookie? I said you cookie said twice. Cookie, twice. cookie, hot chocolate, or cider. Mm-hmm. And um, they give you just, it's like a shot of cider. You get a lot more hot chocolate. Okay. Um, and if you go to the first few stations, the hot chocolate is hot because most people are going there. If you go to the end of the line, uh, wh- where you think, oh, I'll go here because the lines are shorter. The hot chocolate isn't turning over as fast. So, ah, okay. So it was a little cold. So that's a little tip. But those are that's my thoughts on the treats. So take advantage of it. I brought home... The, the cookies are all individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. So I brought home cookies, and you can certainly do that. They don't stop you for... I went uh, multiple trips to multiple locations. They don't care. You know, so. Wait, what cookies did you bring home? I brought home uh, Snickerdoodle. I brought home uh, chocolate chip, I think, and I brought home the pepper. One of the peppermints, I think. I'll, oh. We'll have to go dig through it. Merry Christmas to me! Yeah, um, the holiday welcome treat is a sugar cookie, like a, a sugar cookie with uh, sugar sprinkles on it, and it's Mickey with a Santa hat on. Oh, it, cute! I ate that. It was yeah. good. Now, next thing, talk about some. Let's talk about the ride overlays. So. We didn't ride the Tomorrowland Speedway because the line was never shorter than 40 minutes. And I don't care if there's an overlay or not. I'm not waiting 40 minutes for Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, yeah. So, but we we did ride the TTA, which gave us a beautiful view of the lit up Christmas tree forest on the Tomorrowland Speedway. And it looked really nice. They have a really cool soundtrack playing and the lights dance and it's very nice. It was pretty. I would have liked to do it, but we didn't. The other thing we didn't do was Space Mountain. And that's because when we rode through Space Mountain on the TTA, we both, Landon and I both came out feeling like if we go ride Space Mountain, we're going to come away with headaches. Because not only, you know, Space Mountain's a rough ride anyway. Yeah. 
But essentially what they're doing right now for the holiday party is it is white, red, and green lights strobing pretty much the whole time, and they're playing like rocking Christmas music. Yeah, it sounds awful. So we experienced it on the TTA, and we were like, that's enough. Yeah, that I don't think I could do the strobing lights. Yeah, it's wild. Mm. You know the part where you go through on the TTA and it's the it's the uh, lift hill yeah. on either side of you? Yeah, we were like, what is going on? Because <laughs> it was it was overwhelming. Um, so that's all, that may be more terrifying than the um, Halloween party overlay for Space Mountain. We did the Jingle Cruise, and it was very fun. The only thing we really didn't go see in terms of things that had a special holiday twist was uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, so I can't tell you what they're doing there. Oh, we did see the Mad Tea Party holiday twist. We didn't ride it, because no way. No, I can't ride teacups. But it has really cool lights and cool music, and it looks nice. I mean, it's, it's nice to look at. Nice. So get your treat and go look at it. All right, let's talk about character. No, I'm going to save that for last. Let's talk about entertainment. We told you... Lots of entertainment to choose from. We weren't really going to try to prioritize the parade. That would have been a mistake. And I'll tell you why in a minute. The first thing we did was we made sure to get in position so we could see the Frozen Holiday Wish, which is when Elsa comes out and lights up the castle. Oh, cool. That was awesome. It was a very cool little show. And then they end up making it uh, snow in front of the castle and everything. Snope. Yeah, snope. So that was fun. The next thing we caught was the uh, f- the fireworks. These are really good, but I think it's because the projection part of the uh, Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show is incredible. Huh. It's so good. The music, I want that soundtrack on CD. It would be a great, or I guess people don't buy CDs anymore. Yeah. I want the, <laughs> I want the wave files or the MP3s of the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Show. It show it is a awesome soundtrack. Hmm. It's just like really cool twist on holiday classics. It's I like it a lot. So I would like to have that for sure. We did see the club tinsel going on. <laughs> That's the, where the polar bears were getting down in cosmic rays, and it was a wild party. When we were over in Storybook Circus, we saw the Disney Junior Jingle Jam, and it was so cute. There were little girls and boys dancing with Vampirina and Aww. Fancy Nancy, Aww. and it was just, it was the cutest. Um, we, we just stopped and watched for a little while, but it was hard not to want to get in there and boogie with them because they were having a great time. So, that brings me to the parade, and I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Let's talk about the character interactions. Several Several special character interactions. Um, we didn't try to do all of them, but while we were in Storybook Circus, we saw Santa Goofy was over there. We're like, ah, let's go meet Santa Goofy. Wasn't a long line. Goofy's always fun to meet. Yeah. Because he acts silly. He plays with you. And, yeah. And he's he's a good time. So we had a good time with Goofy. You can meet the, all the seven dwarves. Oh, that's cool. They're all there. We didn't go meet them, but you can meet all seven of the dwarves. Um, in the Tiki Room, you can meet Moana again. She's in there. Yeah. You know, all kinds of really good characters. And they're all over the place. Like, there are at least, I'm going to say, 12 character interactions. Wow. I mean, there's a lot. In Adventureland and Fantasyland on Main Street. The headliner, though, is Sandy Claus and Sally. And this is the one that, like, people are telling you, if you want to meet Sandy Claus, which, of course, is Jack Skellington in his full Christmas garb, you need to line up before the party starts, because it's like a two-hour wait. So... After we saw the uh, the fireworks, we were kind of thinking, you know, we've done a lot of stuff. We've had a lot of treats. Maybe overdid it on treats. 
maybe it's time to head out. Call it a night. But on the way out, why don't we just check and see what the wait for Sandy Claus is? So we're walking down. We go over the Main Street Theater. There's no one. We, it doesn't look like anyone's there. We walk into the theater, ask a cast member. They said, 20 minutes to meet Sandy Claus. We're like, sold. So we got in line. It probably took 10. Wow. Like, And so my recommendation to you, this was after, again, it was after the 10 o'clock fireworks. If you can wait, like if, you're, if you've got kids that want to meet them, if you can wait till 10, 30, 11 o'clock to go meet Sandy Claus, like around the time that the last parade is going to start, go do it because the parade starts in Adventureland. So you've got time to go in there, meet Sandy Claus, come out. And then we found that as soon as you come out, the parade started, it's on its way to you. You can stand down there at the base of the train station, like looking towards the castle. Plenty of time to get in there and do that and then get a good spot. And it's a beautiful place to see the parade. And here's what I will say about that parade. It was great. Yeah? I think I liked it better than the Halloween parade. What? No. Yeah. Yes. And my favorite, one of my favorite parts is they've got a toy soldier marching band that is playing live instruments. <gasps> That's really cool. Yeah. Huh. They blew trumpets right in our face. <laughs> It was very loud, but it was super cool. That's really neat. Um, at the first part of it, they've got this like elf hype crew that comes out and they're carrying these big inflatable snowballs and they get all these kids to come out in the street and play with them and dance. Oh, fun. Um, and that was really fun. And the characters are great. It was just very good. Hmm. It was very good. Well, when are, when am I going? <laughs> Whenever you want to. As soon as I think we should go as soon as possible because here we are December 9th. I I cannot believe it. Um, yeah. And I mean, and the merch is pretty good. Landon ended up getting a very Merry Christmas party ornament and a uh, jersey tee, like a three quarters le- length uh, sleeve tee. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got some exclusive merch. Nice. It's it's good looking stuff. And um, seriously, it was a good time. Again, Halloween party and the Christmas party, to me, were way better values than the after hour and the villains party. Yeah. Oh, really? The yeah. villains even. even. Yeah, both both better because there's more stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I like the villains party. I wish there was more of a villain party feel to the not so scary party. Mhm. Or at least maybe a section where they did more of the scary villain stuff for the Halloween party. But yeah, it was great. Honestly, I would like to do after hours at a park other than Magic Kingdom just to try it. Like I'd like to do it at Animal Kingdom. Right. Um to see what it's like. I there's no way if if you lined them up those four options and said pick one you can only do one um, it wouldn't be after hours probably wouldn't be villains I would it would be tough to pick between not so scary and the very merry party huh they were both really good I mean I really want to go I yeah. really want to go so if that hadn't sold you I don't know what will <laughs> people are sold. Do you have any questions about it that others might have on their mind as you think about this party? Um, they do have special photo spots. We didn't do any of those. Oh, so okay. I can't I, I can't tell you what any of those were. I mean, aside from the free treats, were there any treats that you got oh. to try with that weren't free? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. So we tried the chocolate waffle with the mint chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip ice cream from... Uh, the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that's what Garrett wants. And it's really good. Okay. That was very, very tasty. By the way, while we were there, we met Sabra, one of our good friends from Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. We happened to mention, you know, on Twitter that Landon and I were going to be there. And she was like, hey, I'm going to be there too. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll run into you. 
this isn't even fair. I don't get to meet people, um, and I didn't get to go to the Christmas party, but I was on Ladies Weekend. You were, yeah. So that was fun. So, uh, yeah, there you have it. The Very Merry Christmas Party was a holly jolly good time, and I'm excited that I get to go again, and now that I'm an expert, I can help us make the most of it. Because we had a we had an awesome spot for the fireworks too, we did great. Honestly, pat ourselves on the back. We did a great job. Were there a lot of people there? They were. It was sold out. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was the night before too. Angela uh, Dahlgren from Touring Plans had said that she went on Thursday and it was sold out, and it was very busy. It was sold out for Friday. It just means you got to plan. It means yeah. you've got to think ahead. You can't try to show up for fireworks at ten o'clock. You can't show up for the parade. At 11, although that's exactly what we did. <laughs> but you do have to plan out your, your stuff. whatever. Right. Again, because if we had gone and waited for, like, Space Mountain, the, rate, the wait was 40 minutes. The Speedway, the wait was 40 minutes. If we'd wanted to do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the wait was 50. Um, you know, and I, I do expect that it would be 30 or under for everything. Right. You spend extra money. I yeah. mean, you're paying the price of a ticket yeah. when you've already paid for a ticket, <laughs> yeah. you know? We were joking about that. We were talking about how both of us, Landon and, and, and us both, were, or all of us, we're all annual pass holders in here. We've bought multiple after-hours party tickets. <laughs> like, Disney has so much of our money. It's ridiculous. I know. It's insane. Yeah. But it's hard because it's so much fun, and it's a good escape for the family. It is. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So make the most of it. Just enjoy yourselves. That's what I say. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, going to take a break here. The next thing you're going to hear is an instant reaction from Garrett Chicken Nug Monorail himself and yours truly after we rode Rise of the Resistance for the first time. So stay tuned and then we'll be back to wrap up the show. Stick with us. So here I am with Garrett Chicken Nugget Monorail. He and I just got off Rise of the Resistance. We wanted to give our instant reaction, and oh my gosh, I don't even know if there's words to describe what this was like. Yeah, it was crazy. It was wild. It was just totally immersive, and we don't want to spoil anything, so we're not going to give away plot points, but I'll just say the special effects were so good, the transition between like the sections of the ride were really good. There's a little bit of a slow part at one point, but I'm not going to say too much about that either. But all the cast members and character, everything is totally like you said it. You are truly in a Star War. Yeah, and I even got yelled at by a cast member. You got yelled at by an Imperial officer? Uh, yes. Yeah, an Imperial officer. Because you were touching buttons on his wall? Yeah. That was very naughty of you. But... What would you say was your favorite segment, without saying what was going on? Um, I feel like after you kind of get going on the second part, and uh, things are, like, getting blasted by lasers. Yeah, so the escape. Yeah. Once you're on the Star Destroyer and escaping. And, and again, everybody's seen the AT-ATs. You yeah. know they're there. They're larger than life. They're on the picture for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, so, so that's not a spoiler. But... Our experience was they were not shooting at us. And apparently there is a version where you can go through and they will, which tells me there's multiple experiences you can have on this ride. Yeah, it, it felt like, I, I was like, oh, they're not attacking us. Yeah. I've seen, like, a video of them attacking. But, oh my gosh, seriously, I could go on and on and on about this ride. 
I'm sitting here just trying to like gather my thoughts and and really summarize, but it's it's just it's not like any ride I've ever experienced. As a Star Wars fanatic, this is everything that I've ever wanted because there were definitely moments that I started to feel like holy crap. And and you've got to be looking all around you. Stuff happens all around you and even in like the pre-show rooms and stuff, stuff that happens all around you and it's wild. They do things in this ride I've never seen. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Yeah. So, two giant thumbs up from me. It sounds like two thumbs up from Chicken Nugs. And, wow, the force is with this ride for sure. Yeah. So, you got to get down here. We got here today. So, it's Sunday. We got here at 6 a.m. It was like right at 6 they announced yesterday they were doing extra magic hours for resort guests from 6 to 8. Um, they had us line up outside. They didn't let us start coming in the park until 7.20, but they made an announcement right before they started letting us in that they were going to uh, open up the app so you needed to jump on the boarding parties to do the vir- virtual queue. So we were at a bit of a disadvantage because the people already in the park could hop on and get in queue before we could because the way it works, you actually have to scan your magic band, be in the park with your entire party before you can get a boarding party and then once you're all there you can't leave and if you do it messes up your party like if if someone leaves the party you're gonna have to take them off of your boarding party if they leave the park so you've got to be here you got to be in the park then you can join the virtual queue and then just throughout the day keep watching Um, virtual queue was closed by i think like 7 45 it was it was really early yeah and even though we were in queue at 7.20, our boarding party is 54, and here it is. It is now 12.30 in the afternoon, and the current status... Oh, and the ride did go down for a little while, so it slowed them down, but that's something that has been happening. Current status is they're boarding 14 to 30, so we're still 24 off, and it's 12.30. 14 is taking a while. Yeah. Um, so keep that stuff in mind but i will say if you can do it do it it's totally worth the wait this is the epic experience that people were expecting from galaxy's edge and then to top it off we got to pilot the falcon today we got ronto wraps and then we got to see ray interacting with a little girl who couldn't have been two years old and they spent so much time together and ray just took her by the hand and then that little girl started walking her all over batu and they spent a very huge chunk of time together. It was just so cute to watch. So I know I'm a bit of a, a fan. I'm probably a bit biased, but I just don't get when people say Galaxy's Edge is a failure or there's something missing. To me, this is everything I ever wanted, and it's amazing. So I guess that'll do it for us. No. Oh, no, one more one thing. thing. They got rid of the sour sarlacc. Oh, yeah. How dare they? It's alcoholic now. What am I at? 21? <laughs> sour sarlacc was so good. I saw so many good reviews online, and they just wiped it. It's gone. Yeah. It is gone now. He was very disappointed. That almost ruined our perfect Star Wars day. No sour sarlacc. But uh, I enjoyed a surly sarlacc. If you like the vodka, get you a surly sarlacc. It's pretty good. Um, none for you, though, chicken nugget. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Um, We're standing here on the edge of Galaxy's Edge. Whoa. Um, I can see Buzz Lightyear. 
and I can turn around and see Betu. It's not ruining anything for me, personally. But here we are. Um, yeah, so we're done. That's all? You had anything else to say? Nope. Okay. Uh, hashtag save sour sarlacc. <laughs> hashtag save sour sarlacc. Welcome back to the monorail. What you just heard was Garrett and my reaction to riding Rise of the Resistance the first time. And I don't know if we really explained that we were very, very fortunate. Because you might have just caught that I said we that was our first time we rode it. We were extremely fortunate that there was a very kind family that saw Garrett and I. We were hanging out in the Indiana Jones area and we were just looking at the Jeep and the different like artifacts and things that are around there. And I was like, oh, look at this. Look at this. And we were just hanging out because we had time before our Star, War- Star Tours Fast Passes. And they came over and they said, hey, are you two by yourselves in the park today? And I said, yeah, it's just us. They're like, well, here, take these. And they had Rise of the Resistance fast passes that they were given because the ride had broken down on them and they weren't going to be able to use them. So they said, Merry Christmas. They wished us a good day. And at that point, we were like, oh, my gosh, we can go ride right now because we were in boarding group 54, which wasn't going to come up, as we found out, until around four o'clock today Mm -hmm. um, after getting to the park at 6 Mm a.m. to get in line. So, yeah, we extremely overwhelmed and and felt so lucky that this family would do that for us. So we took advantage of those fast passes and they walk you when you have a fast pass, the paper fast pass for rise. They walk you right on. And I know you and Allison had that same experience. Well, Um, we waited for two hours in the ride and then they walked us off and gave us because you so explain what happened exactly. Was it bro- It was broken down while you were in the standby queue. Right. And then did it start up and break down again? Yes. So what happened was we were in this standby queue and um, we'd been like in there for maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden um, we weren't moving and it became very clear something was up. Yeah. And then a cast member comes through and starts saying that they have bananas and yeah. chips for everyone. And we were like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, does anybody want some rations? And was giving these out. And we were like, oh no, does this mean we're going to be here a while? And then the next thing we know, there comes another person and they're bringing us water Mm -hmm. and i was like oh they're bringing water oh no and (laughs) so we're just standing there and we get water and um then someone comes through again and we had been staying there for a good like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and someone comes back through with more chips and cookies and stuff like that and then um we were like wow Okay, so we're everyone's sitting. People are sleeping because everyone got there so early. Mm-hmm. So we're like, people are sleeping. We're sitting there. They send like Ray through. They send Chewbacca through. Um, the Rebel Spy came mm-hmm. through, and then um, they came back through again. And they're giving out the specialty popcorn from baseline tap house Mm -hmm. i think that's where it came from it's like a toffee popcorn with peppermint and m&ms and um and we were like 
okay, this is getting serious because that's like a $10 snack, yeah. you know? And they came back through with waters again and we were like, oh man. And so we we sat there and then all of a sudden we got to move and we yeah. were thinking, oh good, we're going to get through. So we get part partway through the ride and then the part that people are most familiar with where um, you go where the stormtroopers storm are yeah. we're there and then it closes down again and uh, no kidding like you know another 30 minutes passes mm. and they start evacuating us wow. yeah it was very and then, disappointing so that's when you all got your paper fast passes exactly yeah yeah that's exactly when yeah so you got them so when you went back you were able to use your paper, paper fast passes and they really they send you right through the fast pass line you skip the standby yeah, didn't have to go through standby and you walk basically right on exactly which is what, that's what happened for us our so i told garrett when when we were walking up i was like you realize that we're going to be spoiled now because our very first experience on rise of the resistance is walking right onto the ride. This is never going to happen again. Right. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so we got on there and the first time we walked over, it was broken down for us. Like, uh, like we walked and they weren't even letting anybody enter the line cause the ride was broken down. And this was, it was probably around nine o'clock, like let's say nine thirty. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, well let's go ride smugglers run. So, um, that'll kill some time and it's been a while since we've ridden it. And the last few times I've ridden it, haven't gotten to be pilot. So we go over to smugglers run and go through standby. It was about a eh, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, it wasn't too bad actually. By the time we get there, I was doing the math and I was like, uh Oh, we're going to be paired with that group of four in front of us. And so I look behind us and there's a group of two and I was like, Hey, are you with them? Because we had the way that they funnel you into that last hallway, it's possible that groups could get shuffled, you know. And I, so I asked the group behind us if they were with the group in front. And she was like, no, it's just the two of us. And I was like, well, if you want, you can go ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? Okay, fine. So so she and her, it was a little girl. So I was actually doing everyone a favor, by the way. <laughs> You're Because this, this girl was like two. She, she didn't need to be a pilot. So... Let them go in front of us. They go on. And then me and Garrett were the first ones up and we got to be pilots. We were uh, purple, team purple, and we were pilots. And so pretty cool father-son duo piloting the Falcon. Still haven't been a pilot. Pretty special moment. Garrett got to be right pilot. So he was sending us to light speed. I was left pilot. So I've done both pilots. I've done every position now. So that was pretty cool. I will tell you, something was going on with, with the steering. I was left, right. I was doing fine. Garrett says that it wasn't reacting the way it was supposed to with the up, down. <laughs> so we crashed a little more than we wanted to, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And then one of our gunners, I don't know if she went to sleep or whatever, so we only got one container of coaxium. Anyway, we go back and the line had opened for Rise. So we go ahead and hop in, walked right on. And I mean, you can hear it in what we talked about, like just blown away it's hard to put into words it really is how, how you feel and it's funny because i think with the millennium falcon i knew that i was going to get like choked up and teary at certain points like and a lot of it happens almost like on approach you see the falcon that's kind of a moment you get on the falcon sit at the what is it dejaric table <laughs> yeah um and uh that's that's kind of a moment there when you're kind of in the in the cargo bay area or the uh passenger bay of the Millennium Falcon. And then like you experience it, it's a lot of fun. And then, you know, you kind of get that rush for me. And it happened both times that I rode rise. You almost don't have time 
while you're experiencing it to have an emotional reaction because there's so much to take in. There's so much happening. There's like quick changes to the situation. Yeah. And then both times as our little, you know, droid steered escape vehicle was coming into the offloading area, I started to get choked up because I was like, wow, <laughs> like, holy crap. It's, it's just, it's like overwhelming. It really is. For- I, I can't, I mean, I don't know how to explain what I experienced, but I was floored. Like the first part, whenever I walked in and it starts, like, I think my heart stopped for a minute and yeah. I was like, whoa, Yeah. It. I can't, I really hope that people get to experience yeah. this because there's something, they did something that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, I just keep thinking they've got to work out these technical glitches because it's going to give this ride negative media and negative press, and it might cause people to steer away or shy away from it for a while. If you're a Star Wars fan and like you feel like Star Wars means something to you in your heart and you've got some nostalgia for it, oh my gosh, this is like you feel like you were in a Star War. Yeah. So what Allison and I experienced was really unfortunate because it did kind of mess things up for us at the beginning mm-hmm. because we we were experiencing everything and then it just stopped yeah. you know and and that was kind of hard mm-hmm. um which i i remember i told allison like because whenever we were standing in the queue it wasn't a big deal but the fact that we were in the middle yeah. of the experience that that really sucked. Yeah. And I I don't know. I do hope they fix all of that. And I know they will. It's mm-hmm. Disney. They're going to fix it. But whenever we actually got to go through it, I'm kind of glad we got stopped because it was so overwhelming whenever I went through it all the way through without getting stopped. Mm-hmm. It was shocking. Like, I, I can't even... I still have a hard time digesting the whole thing. Yeah. And if you break it down, and we're trying not to be too spoilery, Mm -mm. there are, I'm going to say there's five parts to this ride, and we'll say three distinct ride experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Three ride experiences. And each one is fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Each one is, and I said it, I think, when Garrett and I were recording, it kind of like builds momentum as you go, but it's just... Everything that you could want, and and you said it too, like, Disney has done something here mm-hmm. that it's an achievement. Yeah. And they've got, I hope that they can work out the kinks in a way that doesn't alter the ride experience. Yeah. Because what we experienced was something that I never thought I would. And it's just, you can't even get a sense. If you've watched ride-throughs, great. You have no idea. No. And a ride-through does it no justice. I, yeah. I, I made sure that I didn't watch anything to not spoil it. And now I, I think I want to watch something because yeah, I, I just, was thinking that too. I need I need to understand what happened. Yeah, to take it all in because there's so much. It's amazing. And um, there are two different possible routes once you get to a certain part of the ride. Mm-hmm. Garrett and I experienced both. We're, we're very lucky. I realize that. I'm not trying to brag about this. I didn't experience both. <laughs> but we experienced both possible scenarios on the ride. I would say that one of the two I definitely have a preference for. Okay. Um, Don't spoil it. I won't. 
But yeah, it's the fact that you and you get to see like this isn't just this 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 is not your mama's simulator ride. Mm-mm. This is not this isn't just a big screen 3D experience. This is like it's all around you. It's animatronics. It's special effects that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so good. Yeah. I go on about it forever. It's like if I have one complaint, just one, it's that there is a piece at the uh, one, like maybe let's say the third stage. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the st- third stage of the of the experience, third or fourth, um, where well, it's the part you talked about. Yeah, where we got people have seen it. Stuff. All the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. That part. You end up having to potentially wait again, and the first time Garrett and I did it, it it slowed us down quite a bit. The second time moved much quicker. Yeah. But the first time it slowed us down quite a bit to the point that we were in that section for twenty minutes. That's the area that we got evacuated from. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because now that I'm thinking about it, if you t- if you count pre-show, let's go pre-show that one, that one. That, wait, pre-show, then that one, then that one, then that one, then that one, then that. Si- I'm saying there's six. Six, okay. six different six different ride modes. Um. Well, I did get an extra show because when we were evacuated, we got to go backstage. <laughs> and we saw break rooms and stuff. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Actually, they told us not to take out our cameras and take any pictures. Oh, wow. Because it, it really literally was a hallway where they had break rooms with refrigerators and mm. microwaves and stuff. <laughs> um, people were sitting, and so we weren't allowed That's to funny. take any pictures. Yeah. Hats off to, to really the Imagineers, the, the cast members that are part of this, just top to bottom. It's an achievement. It really is. Just, I just, I'm so happy that we were able to experience yeah. it. There, there are things about it that like, I'm like, oh, there's no reason for me to, to suggest any changes or complain or anything, but I'm thinking there's like little things here and there that if they did it, it would be like a, well, you can never write anything again because it's never going to be any better than that. Right. Like, like little, just little tiny things here and there, but, but man, just as it is right now, it's wonderful. So I hope they fix the glitches. Yeah. They've got to get that fixed because it's going to tarnish what, what, what is a epic opening for a ride that's going to define what a theme park experience can be going forward. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I mean, not every experience is going to be like this. This is a very complicated technological, I said it on Twitter, behemoth. But as far as setting a bar, people were saying Hagrid's was the best experience in Orlando. No There's no possible way it surpasses what you get on Rise of Resistance. I mean, I just... I I can't I can't even talk about it because I don't I I'm shocked. Yeah. Now I'll ask you this: Do you think if you weren't a Star Wars fan, if you just didn't care about Star Wars, that this ride would have that kind of impact on you? Yes. You still think it would? Yeah, because it. I don't even think you have to understand the movies to appreciate that. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think um. Every single part of it, the way it immerses you, yeah, you can enjoy that without even being a Star Wars fan. Okay. Absolutely. Very good. So, 
get down here. Yeah, please let us know <laughs> if you come too. We'd love to see you. Yeah, um, we'll come ride with you. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not getting back up that early to get. No, I might do it again because it's so good. Yeah, I'm already thinking about like, would it be possible for me to get there before work and get a, <laughs> get a ride in if I get there early enough? <laughs> That's crazy. I can't do that. <laughs> I work too far away. Yeah. So, but I think that'll wrap it up for today. This is a jam-packed episode of Good. the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. So, I hope you all enjoyed. We've got we've got live in-park recordings. We've got Rise of the Resistance feedback. We've got very merry Christmas party feedback. It's it's uh this is a uh, it's it's as epic as the weekend was at Disney. Yeah. This this episode of the podcast. <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah, make sure to let us know. You know, if you've ridden it, let us know what you think. If you've got opinions on the Very Merry Christmas Party, let, let me know what you think. If you've got questions about it, let us know. I'd be happy to answer any questions that um, that I can and, and help you have a good experience. And, uh, um, yeah, just interact with us on the show, socials. How do you do that? I'll tell you. We are at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail on all of the other things. We have Instagram. We have YouTube. We have Facebook. We have a website, mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com. And we have an email, mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can call a voicemail, 407-917-2144, and leave us a message. Again, prank calls are okay. Um, but I was actually thinking, you got a, you got a Disney hot take? You want to you wanna dish out some Disney hotcakes? You can do it on the hotline, and I'll put you right here on the podcast. Yeah, you can. And just to switch really quick the subject before mm-hmm. we go, please don't forget to donate mm. to our Give Kids the World. Um, we want to first give kids the world, yes. second, see Frank and Drunk Stormtrooper in Lederhosen. Yes. So please, please don't forget to donate to us. We... Uh, we need your donations. Don't get us to 1500 so I don't have to karaoke, but we want to beat Frank and Jen at Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. <laughs> we got to beat them, so don't forget, make sure to donate to us, and I'm going to retweet again to make sure it's at the top of the feed so everyone knows to donate to us. Yeah, and... If you would like the link, you can go to our website. I've got a click-through banner, so mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com, or you can go to support.gktw.org slash goto slash mmmpodcast. But that link, again, you can get there by going to our website. It's also going to be on our Twitter. Help us. You're our only hope. (laughs) And we're doing this fundraiser through December 30th, so you've still got plenty of time. Tis the season for giving. So please consider to do that. Thanks for reminding me, Sam. Yes. That's a very good call out. Yes. So thank you all for listening so much. Thank you for those who have donated. Thank you for those who interact with us throughout the week. And thank you for all your love and support. You're amazing. You're the reason that we keep on doing this. And we hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. 
send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.